This is a Bloomberg Quick Take. Context and background on issues of interest. Our focus is on fintech. Is it revolution or hype? With Bloomberg's Julie Verhage. The situation. If you look back, fintech has been around for a while. Anything that is sort of brought in new technology to financial services is the way that I think about it. And now today, a lot of the companies that I focus on will be anything from cryptocurrency to peer-to-peer payments to, um, you know, insure tech is even sometimes included in it. So it's a pretty broad scope of things. I I stay very busy on this beat, it's safe to say. (laughs) How long has the word and the concept of fintech been a part of our lexicon? Yeah, you know, like I said, it, it's technically been around for a really long time. But if you look back to sort of when PayPal was starting, it really wasn't a term quite yet. I think a lot of it sort of became this new segment and something that we were focusing on a lot more around, um, you know, right after the financial crisis, because then we saw a lot of companies sprout up in terms of startups that were trying to bring in this new technology, like I said, to the financial services market, where there was There was room for improvement in terms of tech and other things that um, hadn't really been focused on before. How then is fintech changing the world of traditional finance? So there's a lot of things. It can be anything from, you know, some B2B things where we're not paying attention to it as much. But from the consumer standpoint, you'll think back over the last couple of years, a lot of banks have done a very, they've made a big push into bringing a more digital experience and a better user experience to the consumer. And a lot of that's because these fintechs are sort of, you know, coming up and offering these types of things. You've also seen fees on a number of products drop because you have startups that are offering better rates. It's cheaper to trade stocks now. E-Trade and others aren't charging as much. You've seen JP Morgan even launch 100 free trades a year for its clients. Um, another example is fees on mutual funds, ETFs, and other products dropping to, in some cases, nothing because you have startups like Betterment and Wealthfront and other robo-advisors, as they're called, offering very low-fee products for something that used to cost customers a lot of money. The background. So far, a lot of the startups have been very good at you know, building good relationships with the regulators because they know it's something financial services has a lot of regulation that goes along with it. It's one of the biggest arguments as to why someone like an Amazon or a Facebook wouldn't want to become a bank is because it's a big regulatory burden, right? Um, so they've done a good job making those connections. And a lot of the things that regulators are going to focus on depends which segment of fintech that you're looking at. Um, for places like robo-advisors, um, trading platforms, it's going to be you know, making sure that there's no way that they're ripping off the consumer, that they're being transparent, um, you know, FINRA and other agencies. There's a lot of different things that they have to abide by throughout that. And then if you look at cryptocurrency, obviously that's a, an ever-changing market. Something that I say on here about that today might be completely different a week from now, and that's a, it's, it's an ever-changing topic. You mentioned PayPal as perhaps being one of the granddaddies of all of this. What are some of the other better-known fintech names? Yeah, so some of them that, you know, I've come to focus on. SoFi, which started out as a student loan refinancing product, now offers everything from some more traditional banking services. They offer other lending products like personal loans and mortgages. So that's a really big name and one of the uh, most highly valued in the startup space. Most recently, it was right above $4 billion. Um, other big ones are Robinhood, the free trading platform, a Credit Karma, which is a place where consumers can go get their credit score for free, which is how they, they started because a lot of other places were charging for it. 
And now there's everything from you can go on there, see which credit cards that would be best for you and which ones you're likely to be approved for, which is a really important thing for people that have lower credit scores. Because if you apply for something and you don't get approved, that can set you back quite a bit. And it's a lot of their market is subprime. So it's a really big deal for that. The argument. Wall Street is going to have a hard time innovating as rapidly as what fintech has. But you also have to remember that a lot of these names, especially the startups, haven't been around during a crisis yet, right? I don't think Wall Street is going to completely get replaced, but there are portions of Wall Street that are likely to get replaced by this, right? It's, it's harder for a startup to be the one on the investment banking deal driving in a lot of those high-fee products and high-fee um, services, right? But other portions, it's, it's likely that someone can you know, at least impact it greatly. Like I said, J.P. Morgan offering 100 free trades a year. Other places like BlackRock and um, Goldman Sachs lowering fees on some of their mutual funds and other products. A lot of that's because of fintech. What's the regulatory environment like now for some of these financial startups for fintech? Again, it depends on which segment of it you're talking about. For places like cryptocurrency, it's still very much up in the air. There's a lot of firms that do not have great relationships with regulators in that space just because they haven't made those good relationships that I've talked about. But robo-advisors, payments companies, um, trading platforms, they've all done a very good job of making those connections, staying on top of um, you know where things are going, and even offering you know, their insight to these regulators because they're also just trying to better understand the changing environment. For more on fintech or other quick takes, go to Bloomberg.com or for terminal customers, go to NIQuick. I'm Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio.